Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, The New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today, we get to speak with Tracy Miller. She is a former top producing real estate broker who has recently retired from sales. She now manages a small real estate brokerage and lives on the passive income from her real estate portfolio. She is focusing on writing and speaking engagements while she prepares to travel the world. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Thank you so much. I'm, so, I'm honored to be here. Well, I love talking to you and introducing you and letting people know that you are traveling the world when in fact, as we speak, you are traveling the world. I just, I love that. Yes. Yep. We're, we pulled over on the side of the road. We're in our sprinter van and we are, I think we're in, we're outside of Seattle right now, just heading back home to Montana. Well, thank you for taking time out to talk with us. Tell us a little bit about your journey. I know what you do now. You manage a small real estate brokerage. You have passive real estate investments. What does that mean? What does that look like as a career? And how did you get there? Yeah, absolutely. So I just, as you said, recently retired as of January 1st from sales. And I will still take on an occasional here and there deal if I want a little extra change. But prior to January 1st, I was the top producer in my location. So that looked like an average of 85, sometimes as high as 105 to 110 transactions, residential, land, and commercial sales in one year. I have a full-time assistant that works side-by-side side with me. But yeah, that was, that was the bulk of my, of my day. Secondary, I own and operate a small boutique real estate brokerage, which consists of 11 full-time real estate agents. And that is managing all of their day-to-day operations. So every fire that they have in their life, they're calling me to help them put it out. They're asking for advice on on a transaction. It could be going over a script on how they're going to work with a client, what they're going to say, questions on banking, you know, any of those things that I have the experience for, I'm helping mentor my agents through that. The third spoke or whatever you want to say of our wheel is I own, let's see, my husband and I together own 13 doors and we manage all of them ourselves. We don't have a property manager. My husband serves as the property maintenance man and I do all of the advertising, putting tenants in, logistics, all of that good stuff. And then we, the fourth component is we own a small construction company that based the, the primary objective is for it to service our properties that we buy. So we buy the ugliest house on the best block and we go from extremely ugly, borderline condemned to as beautiful as we can possibly make them basically brand new from the ground up. And then we hold those properties and rent them out to locals. So that's the bulk of our business. And at this point, we are just, we're, we're done. We've got one renovation project left that's purchased. And once that's completed, then I'm hoping my husband will step back a little bit from work as well, or focus more on working for other people on small jobs as it fits into our travel schedule. And I am just managing the brokerage uh, from wherever I'm at in the world at this time. 
Well, I love that you're, you've created a working life that really supports your lifestyle that you want, right? You get to travel, you get some flexibility, but you know, all the things you mentioned, other people may view them as being very time intensive or very demanding. How do you balance it so that you are doing all that you're doing while still maintaining the ability to hop in a sprinter van and go travel the country? Yeah, absolutely. So I will say prior to January 1st, it it wasn't in balance. And it was, I mean, I hit the bottom, rock bottom, so you would say energy wise, and completely burned myself out trying to go at that high of capacity for we've been in business for at the end of six years. So I just started my seventh year at going at that high of capacity is it's just not it's not sustainable. So that's why I took sales, which is the biggest income producer. That's why I took that off of the table. And so now I'm able to do that because I have such a kick butt team. My full time assistant works kind of remotely, kind of from the office, but she is the frontline person for all of my agents. She is also licensed and she's in the process of becoming also licensed to be a supervising broker. So when she gets to that point, she will step in completely into that role where I will no longer supervise. I'll just be a mentor and a business owner instead of actually managing the individuals in the office. But in the meantime, she still does a lot of that admin that takes really the bulk of my time away. And then it's just down to good old fashioned Zoom calls and phone calls. If I'm not physically there, they know that I'm available at any time by phone. And then my agents are, are trained up enough. I, I'm not taking any more new agents at this time. When my assistant gets to the point where she's fully licensed to supervise, we may take on a couple more. But right now, all of mine have anywhere between two and three years of experience because I do train them from the ground up. So they they know the systems, they know what they're doing. Um, I only take on full-time agents. That way I'm not putting my time, energy, and resources into somebody that's doing it as a little bit of a hobby. So that way I know that the maximum amount of income is going to come back to the company as a result of their efforts. And then let's see the rest of it. As for our property profile, same thing, our portfolio, same thing. We have an amazing crew back home. So my husband is on the road with me right now. And we have somebody back home that in his absence is fully capable, trained, and is able to do anything in our absence. Um, We're from Montana. So we stepped away two days ago to go on a small trip and it's 30 below zero, pipes froze. It's just a quick phone call and our main guy is over there and he knows exactly what he needs to do. So I can't say enough that from day one, I was looking for and recruiting people that were able to to serve in in my role in my absence once they got fully trained up. We treat these people like family, like gold. I mean, literally both of our, like my husband's go-to man and my go-to assistant, they're so close as family that they've stayed in our house before when we're gone to house sit. They're there at holidays. We treat these people very well. We pay them well. We give them bonuses. They, they know that they're loved and appreciated and they will do anything for us because they have that kind of dedication. That's amazing. You know, the way you've set up that sort of world. I think a lot of people get worried when they hear about real estate investing that they wouldn't be capable of self-managing and that, you know, they they would need a property manager. You're in a unique position where you really can self-manage because you are a real estate broker. So you know all of the legalities of advertising rentals and screening tenants and all of the, the paperwork involved. But then you also have this great team 
through your husband and, and the people that you work with who can handle all of the, hey, someone needs to go and check this out because a tenant reported a problem and it's right. there. Do you recommend when people say to you, I want to be you, I would like to be the next Tracy, Tracy 2.0, should I buy a rental property? And do you think I should self-manage? Or if not, like, do I need certain training? Or do you think I should hire a property manager, at least at the beginning until I know what I'm doing? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I, so, and I I do get that all of the time. And I tell people, no matter what, if, if they're coming to a new area, make sure that they have a property manager they've interviewed several, they have somebody that they trust for not only property management, but also for your construction handyman needs. If they're doing a renovation, for example, they need to know before they make a purchase in another area that those resources are available. And I would never recommend self-managing from a distance. I know that there are people that do it, but I, you couldn't, I mean, I just don't as intimate as we are with our properties, how well we know them and how much we get involved with them. I couldn't trust that from a thousand miles away. But if you're local and you know, you're, you're wanting to get into the business, I would recommend the same thing that you have a property manager, that you have a construction crew that you work with, that you have available to you. If in fact you buy this property and you find out that self-managing isn't for you because then they can fall back on it and they're not in a bad position. But if they're going to start out and self-manage, it's, it's having your real estate agent. Usually you're going to start out purchasing through an, an agent and lean on them. I, I tell my clients, I said, lean on me if you want to learn the resources and how to do things correctly. But in the meantime, get involved with, for example, in my state, we have a landlord's association where you know, if you join that, it's like $60 a year and you get every legal update as it comes through. You get notifications of new bills that are coming out that are going to affect the real estate industry. Etc. So if you're involved in these type of networks and these type of associations, you gain the knowledge, you have the support of others that are doing the same thing, and you you can lean on them as you're growing and learning. Because everybody has to learn somewhere and it's who you have in your network to teach you. Yeah. So that's that would be the advice that I would give. That's great advice. And right now you are mentoring not just people who want to get involved in real estate or being a real estate agent or just investing passively in rentals, but you also just coach people. I mean, you help people, you have a podcast, you offer different courses. Tell us a little bit about that aspect of your business because that is not specific to real estate, but it is a way that you're helping other people create what you've accomplished. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a firm believer that I'm where I'm at as a result of others that have given me knowledge. They've given me their time, their mentorship, et cetera. And I just feel like it's a natural transition to do the same when I'm stepping out of the hands-on in the trenches work of real estate. You know, and I'm at a point in my career where I'm wanting to be more uh, remote and to be able to be anywhere in the world and still quote unquote work. So that's why I've decided to move into the direction of coaching, speaking, writing, et cetera, because I can, I can share information and knowledge literally with the entire world and share that, but it can also serve as small passive income for me, not passive, but remote income for me so that I can live the lifestyle that I've, uh, that I've been, been building. Um, but yeah, and that's new. Since January 1st, that's when I quote unquote retired from sales. This is what's replacing that time that I used to put towards sales. Uh, I've got my, I'm, ta- I'm offering my very first course next week. And it's a course on burnout because I feel like after the last three years and just in general, real estate agents don't know how to have good boundaries and how to set themselves up for a long, fulfilling career by 
doing it correctly and not being used and abused, et cetera. So that's, that's a course that I'm offering. It's my very first one. And then outside of that, I, I do a little coaching on people for people that want to learn how to, to do investing. And then I'm working on a book right now that may or may not ever get published. I don't really care. It's kind of a, a hobby of mine that I love. And it's my way of sharing my wisdom that I've been blessed to learn over the years with the rest of the world. So tell us what you can about the book. Do you have a title that's public yet? Or is that still under wrap? Yeah, no, it's so I'm still kind of working on it a little bit. The current name, which it'll probably change six more times, but it's embracing embers. And it's basically talking about living in and living through burnout and what comes of it. I learned so much by burning myself out. I'm actually very grateful for the experience. Some people could look and say, well, you ruined your career because you're no longer wanting to sell anymore. And the goal is to sell for life and be able to have this long, fulfilling career. If that's what somebody wants, great. I knew I didn't want to sell my entire life. I wanted to step into the next thing. And burnout for me was my wake up call. It's like, holy smokes, I can no longer do this anymore. And my nervous system is so fried from the constant connection to people, the constant being pulled every single direction, whether it's an agent, a client, a family member, you know, my assistant calling, a tenant calling, I'm just constantly buzzing and connected and distracted. So the book is going to be talking about like the blessing that it is to realize, hey, you're going through this. Hey, this is what burnout looks like. Hey, this is what causes it. And hey, real estate agent industry, there's a better way to do this. Like have respect for yourself and set up boundaries in advance. This is how you can set up because looking back, I would have ran my business a little bit differently. And that's what the book's going to to walk through as ways that you can still be successful and still have a life at the same time. But the takeaway is that ultimately it doesn't matter because if you, when you get to a point in your business where you're earning, 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 if you're not careful that it never becomes enough. I mean, you're chasing numbers and you're, when I say you are, it's me. This is what I've learned. I, every year I'm like, oh, I was at 92 transactions. I'm going to top out a hundred this year. Cause that's what we do. We're hard driven. We're type A personalities. So I'm going to hit a hundred transactions this year. Well, you hit that and it's never enough. Now I want to, I, I made whatever, $500,000 in commission this year. Why can't I do 600? Oh, I, I, I flipped three houses this year. Why can't we do four? And it's just, it will never be enough. And once you have things and money and the ability and the freedom to do these things, it's, you kind of realize that it doesn't matter. Like money, it took me having money to realize that money doesn't matter. What really matters and the reason I got into the real estate business is to have freedom freedom from others telling me how to do a business, freedom from of time, freedom to have my own schedule, just freedom in general. And I, I realized that the way that I ran my business, it consumed me and I had no freedom. I had no time and I had all this money. <laughs> I couldn't do anything with it except buy more houses and flip more, you know, and just make more money. So that's, that's kind of what the book's going to talk about is how to recognize when when you've gone too far and when you get out of balance to the point where you've lost track of what's really important, what your true values are in life. I agree with you. You know, money is a great tool, but once it becomes the end goal and once the focus shifts to like, well, making more and more and more and more of it, it's no longer a useful tool. It actually kind of becomes the handcuffs. So I... We are on, we are definitely cut from the same cloth, not just because I'm also 
very involved in real estate, as my listeners may know, but because I, I just agree with that philosophy so much. So I can't wait to read your book when it does come out. So there's one more voice out there telling you, go, 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 uh, write that book. <laughs> it's mine. And I'm sure all listeners as well support that. So how do we connect with you? I know there's listeners that want to find out more about your coaching or you in general, and also to you know stay on top of it to know when that book comes out. Do you have a mailing list? Is there a place people should connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to my website and get all of that. It will give you access to my podcast, which is called Clock Out, The Vicarious Life. Um, you can get access to a mailing list. You can find my social links there. And the website is Tracy Miller Consulting at Gmail or um, yeah, www.tracymillerconsulting.com. There we go. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of got everything in there about what I'm doing now as a, as a semi-retired person. And yeah, I would love the support. I'd love the feedback. And it's been super great to be able to share that information thus far. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show today because it's inspiring. It's motivating. It's always great to hear what people are doing out in the world and how you're sharing that message with others. I know that shifting your gears from helping people buy and sell homes to helping people literally change their lives is probably going to be so fulfilling for you, you know, and it's great to catch you right at that moment of change because when we are talking today, it still is January of 2023. And that is your big month where you've made this huge shift. So I congratulate you, first of all, because it's a big leap, but I don't think you'll ever look back with an ounce of regret because what you're doing is really going to lead you into the life that you want to live. Yes. Amen to that. (laughs) No, no looking back. Well, thanks for being on the show. I'm sure we will connect again soon. Yes, thank you so much. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www.kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.